0: Hey, Victor. Good morning. Good morning to you, Rick. Thanks for having me. Hey, no problem. Pleasure's uh, all mine. Uh, listen, I just got done uh, watching or actually re-watching this performance that uh, you did uh, with uh, Ushers. You got it bad. First of all, where did you learn those badass uh, dance moves? <laughs> <laughs> Man.
1: Then I just, you know, growing up watching TV, growing up watching other stars, you know, just influenced me. I knew that, you know, it was an usher song, and you know, he's a dancer on stage, he's a performer. So I told Dion, I'm like, man, we have to bring it. So, you know, that's that's
0: where that came from. Have you and uh, Dion uh, had any type of discussion about maybe forming your own duo together? Because you guys were incredible together
1: wow, thank you so much you know we we've heard that a lot, and we we never talked about becoming a duo, you know, although like that that could be a thing in the future, maybe, but um we did talk about you know maybe doing a possible song together, so some type of collaboration in the future. But you never know what what may happen, you know, so we'll
0: see. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, I got one question for you because, I mean, I went to college and I have never heard of this, uh, so maybe you can explain it to me. You you, uh, attend North Carolina A&T, and uh, you are a quote-unquote mister, so can you fill Uh me on on what that is exactly?
1: Yeah, so um, basically a tradition in HBCUs, historically black colleges and universities, Mr. and Mrs. of the university, oh. and basically the miss, yeah, basically the Mister and Miss um, serve as the official. Well, the Mister serve as the official male representative for the student body, and conducts and implements community service for the entire university, and um, you know just have to be at you know multiple events for the university and things like that. So it's a really big role to feel. And, important.
0: Yeah. <laughs> kind of like they're the king of the school, so... Yeah. Wow! That's incredible. And I- I'm sure a lot of that is tied into not only what you do in the classroom and on campus, but in the community, too? Yes,
1: yeah, definitely. Definitely in the community, in the campus community and the surrounding community. For my... Um, specifically for me, it's the Greensboro community where I go to school. So
0: definitely important. <laughs> that is very impressive. I've got uh, Victor Solomon. Uh, he's only 22 years old. He's on NBC's The Voice. He's on Team Legend. How ironic is it, uh, Victor, that you won your 8th grade talent show by singing John Legend's Ordinary People and now he's your coach. H- how how surreal is that? It
1: is incredible. You know, it's uh, it's, it's really full for me right now. And, you know, I'm just super grateful and honored to be in the position that I am. So, you know, God has really been good to me. Um, but, you know, that is that the thought of just, like, and not even just being on this team, but being able to sing with him, that song that I've sung so many times. Like, it's, it's incredible. And, you know, I'm just blessed. I'm
0: blessed. <laughs> so, w- when you're walking out on stage to, uh, at this talent show, I mean, to sing a song of that magnitude, I mean, Ordinary People, that is a gigantic song. It, were you more yeah. nervous then doing that tune, or were you more nervous uh, going out for the voice and having to audition in front of these judges?
1: I think I was more nervous uh, on the voice, only because it's a bigger <laughs> platform. Um, and, <laughs> you know, I'm singing in front, of, in front of celebrities, and not even just celebrities, I'm also singing in front of Charlotte So, uh, the the the, uh, the man who, who sings the song that I'm about to audition with. But you know, when I was in eighth grade, that was kind of like my first time, not my first time singing, but it was my first time singing at that school. And a lot of, because I was new there, um, and a lot of the students didn't know I could sing, so I was excited. I was really excited to get out there and show the whole school rock that I
0: had this talent. So it was exciting. Well, there's no question you you have the talent. I think you could win this thing, by the way. Uh, let, let me ask you this. I mean, you're working with John Legend. Uh, you know, This interview is going to air on a country music radio station. Uh, so, of course, we are big fans of Blake Shelton and Kelsey Ballerini. Um, if you had to choose between the two... Uh, to, to have you coach them, who, who would it be?
1: It would definitely be Blake Shelton. <laughs> Blake, Blake Shelton. why Blake? Blake. <laughs> Blake Shelton is Blake is a he's a legend, and not just on the show, but like in country music. And like when I'm, you know, whenever I think of country music, I always think of Blake. <laughs> yeah. you know that's 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 what it is. And, um, you know, seeing his success on the show, you know, that would definitely give me
0: torches as well. You know, I, I have a tip for you. If you want to win the whole thing, okay, the, the, uh-huh. the, the next song that you get to pick out and perform, I don't, I don't even know if that's a thing, if you can do that. But I would love mm-hmm. for you to sing Blake Shelton's uh, Old Red. Do you, I don't know if you know that song, Old Red. It's, uh, it, Old Red. I haven't heard that one, but uh, Look it, it up it <laughs> on your iPod when you get off this interview and if you do it, I want credit, okay? <laughs> no, it's it's a great it's it was a massive massive country hit about 10 years ago. Uh of course Blake's had many of those, but I mean, it's probably one of his best songs and probably one of his most underrated songs, but I would love to hear you sing that song. I I think you'd be a great fit on it. I'm just just throwing that out there, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Got you. Take a note. Take a note. <laughs> well, if you uh, if you win the Voice or don't win the Voice, what are your your plans for the future, Victor? Once you move on from this uh, part of your life?
1: You know, I'm really just um, I'm really just planning on taking away from this experience, to learning as much as I can, and you know, um, gaining as much experience and exposure as I can. And then also I do plan on, you know, investing and in really just start working on a project, you know, an album. Um, that's that that was my goal. That was something that I planned on doing before I even auditioned for the show. So that's what I'm gonna continue doing once the show is over. Um, but there's so much more to to what I wanna do with my life. It's not just music. I do love music. I do plan on, you know, um, creating Uh, a platform once I'm well established in the music industry you know to give other upcoming artists a platform you know to gain experience and exposure and things like that so um, I'm really excited about you know what God has for me Um, but you know I'm just taking it you know one day at a time and we'll see what the future
0: holds. Victor Solomon only 22 years old you know Victor when I was you know I'm 40 now when I was 22 I wish I was this well put together you seem like you've got a great head on your shoulders keep up the great work and I wish you nothing but the best and if you win if you win I'd love to have you back on this show at some point okay?
1: Well yes sir thank you so much like I said thank you for having me and I will be glad to come back and
0: talk to you. All right, Victor. Best of luck. God bless you, brother. Thank you so much. Andrew, good morning. Good
2: morning. How are you?
0: Uh, you know, Andrew, I'm doing well. Uh, glad to, to hear your voice. You know, uh, you were like, uh, and I'm not just saying this, you were the one that I really wanted to talk to this morning because I watched that performance of you and Rain doing Harry Styles and Adore You. That's an incredible song. Uh, I, <laughs> I can't even sing this song in the car because you had to have cadence and poise and and rhythm at the same time. How did, how did you pull that off, man?
2: Man, well, thank you so much. That's, that means so much. Uh, I love that song. Oh, I love that song. I think that's part of it. You know, loving the song. But when we, you know, when Nick told us that we had that song. I was like, that's the one song on that album that I can't usually get a grip on vocally. (laughs) Yeah.
1: You
2: know, the beginning of those phrases is that really, and it's something that Darren Chris mentioned in our our mentor um, session when we were working together. It's just like, you know, hitting that, like, walk or like, you know, walk in your rainbow, whatever. Like, those are the highest pitch in each of the phrases and you just walk down it so like that was that's the hardest part of that song it's just like okay like where's your breath that whole time don't expel the air from the, the all of your air at the beginning of the phrase and because and you know for me it sits right at the top of my range yeah so it was definitely a challenge in or in that regard but like i think the fact that i love the song and you know i got some really good notes from both nick and darren and i had a great partner in range just helped support me and she always was like you can do it like andrew like you're always hitting those notes just keep like she was great in that regard so um, yeah I was w- even watching it back last week I was like did that like it was almost like a, an awe-stricken moment I was like yeah. I knew how I sounded because I've heard rehearsal recordings and stuff but I was like watching it play back I was like I had those notes. Wow, this is really cool to watch, and I was, you know, I was, I was very happy with the performance for sure. I
0: I don't want to dwell on this too long, uh, but one other thing I will add is is that song um, has. I mean, Harry has his own way of doing that song, but it has like a George Michael feel to me for some reason. W- w- <laughs> Am I really off base by saying that?
2: No, I think I think you I think you have that. That's so I wouldn't have ever thought of that but now that you mention it I can definitely I can definitely see that he's just got a you know hair has a really good swagger with all of the music and his new album and I think that song especially is just like yeah it's just yeah it's just such a cool song you know I, I, I mean, it's <laughs> a funny word to use, but it's true. I think that's the
0: proper use of it. Um, I think you really broke through with that particular performance. Now, uh, I heard that Blake Shelton stole you. Uh, I've met Blake several times. What's wh- what's the big contrast <laughs> between working with Nick and Blake?
2: Well, first off, it's it's awesome. It's, it's cool that I get to work with two, you know, huge superstars in the industry. I think not every single contestant gets that. You know, most people stay on their team or they go home. And, you know, I'm just grateful to be here. And the fact that I get to work with someone else was so, so cool. And working with Blake, you know, I had I didn't know what to expect. You know, I mean, obviously I had friends on the team and they said great things about him. But, you know, he, you know, he, he's a musician at heart. You know, like, even though he's a country musician, like, he, he knows what's good. He knows what you need to work on. He knows what to critique. And I think, you know, working on my Knockout song with him, like, he told me exactly what I needed to hear, which is just, like, you know, focusing in on the, the weaker parts. And, like, I remember, like, looking up when – because, you know, I close my eyes a lot when I sing. But I was, like, running through the song in front of him and Snoop. And he's just, like, leaning over his chair with his eyes closed, and I could tell he was just, like, intently listening. And, like, for me as an artist to, you know, up and, co- up and coming, but, like, a small artist, you know, to have someone of that caliber just really genuinely listening like that, yeah. uh, it actually, like, it made me feel really good. And I was like, wow, like, he's he really, really cares. And that that was really cool to work with
0: him in that regard. And, I I think yeah. you hit the nail on the head there because, I mean, if you watch Blake... In concert, which I have many times, Blake is one of the few artists that actually sounds like he does in his songs in his performance. And I think you know what I'm talking about there, right? yeah absolutely yeah he's just absolutely an incredible vocalist he just knows ha- how to tune his voice and and, and get it ready for any t- any time anywhere uh, let me ask you this because I'm reading your bio um you know once upon a time you went through a really tough time you had a l- leukemia you're in remission now which is great news glad you're healthy. But you got to meet John Mayer. And let me tell you something about John Mayer. I've met him several times, too. Uh, John Mayer is probably, in my opinion, the most underrated musician of the past decade, Uh, the the most underrated. What was it like to, to to interact with John and how did he inspire you?
2: Oh my gosh, I I second that. He is definitely one of the most under. I mean, you just you dive into his catalog and you quickly realize how underrated he is because you know most people people know him on the surface from his pop pop hits, you know. Um, but yeah, oh my gosh, I remember you know I was about to turn 18 and you know the people at the clinic were like, you need to follow Make a Wish Andrew before you turn 18. And I was like, I don't even know if I need one. Like, give it to someone else. Like, I'm fine, you know? That was genuinely my opinion. I was like, no, 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 you deserve one. So I filed one, and I remember, like, June of that year, like, a -a Make-A-Wish person comes over, like, what do you want? I was like, I don't know. Like, it'd be kind of cool if I met you on there. And then I didn't think of it for, like, eight months. And then in like april the next year they're like you're gonna meet him and i'm like what (laughs) wow you know my first you know my first feeling is you know anxiety (laughs) because i'm like this guy is my idol musically everything he does is just so incredible songwriting his playing um i just you know he, he told me through so much and i was like my worst fear is i meet him and he's just like, "Hey, man, you play music? That's so cool! Like, whoa! Like, good job on beating the the thing, dude! Like, that was what I was worried about. And not that I, you know, thought that he would do that, you know, because I feel like I, well, I don't know him, but like, you know, especially recently, his character has been really, um, you know, awesome. But I didn't know what to expect. You know, I think that like it's so easy to look at a situation like that and just you know do the minimum and like." smile for the camera and be like, nice to meet you, bye, you know, and so I was so, so worried about that because, you know, the last thing I want is my idol to just kind of like dismiss the fact that I want to be a musician just like him and be at that level at some point in my life, Um, but it was the opposite, you know. It was such the opposite. We, you know, we're at this hotel in Boston, uh, Four Seasons, and super nice hotel, by the way. Um, obviously, <laughs> and you know, we're in separate rooms, and then we meet at this rendezvous point at the end of the the hotel. And I'm in the room with the Make a Wish lady, my family, and they're like you got the door. Why don't you go open it? I was like, oh, God. And so I opened the door, and he, like, he starts running through. He's like, what's up? I'm like, he has, I mean, this guy's, like, what, he's like 40 years old, like, and, he, and his energy is, like, a 15-year-old. I love it. And so he bursts through, and he kicks everyone out besides me. And literally, it's just me and him, and we get an hour. And he like, you know, pours some sparkling water. He pulls out, we pull out our guitars. We start talking. And before we know it, I'm sharing him, sharing music of mine with him. He's giving me insight about some albums, impro- improvisation, all this kind of stuff. And it was incredible. I have this, you know, I have a video that I get to watch whenever I want and whenever I need inspiration. And I've watched it enough times that when I showed him some of my music, like it wasn't like he was just like oh this is a cool song he's like genuinely into my music and like genuinely listening and being like oh that's a really good line or that's a really cool chord progression." like how, like, you know what you're doing like and you know I have all these memories in the back of my head that you know help push me to keep going and yeah. I think that is so you know that was the best experience I could have gotten from him you, you know, know he could have done the, again the bare minimum and he didn't and he was and you know i hope one day i can meet him again and i and i truly believe that he believes that i can do this in his head and i think and i because i've met him i know that i can do it on top of the belief that i already had which is just
0: it's, it's crazy Yeah, you're so spot on and every time i've seen john uh you know i've seen a lot of musicians play shows and there are some really good ones out there um but then there are some that just kind of go through the motions. I, I think you know what I mean. Uh, but with John, John is like not only in the zone when he's on stage, but he's always one step ahead of everybody else. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 like uh, he's a musical genius in my opinion. Uh, so I think yeah. you you made some really good points there, Andrew. If you win this thing, I mean, what's next for you?
2: it's you know it's it's continuing to make those connections i think it's been so amazing just from you know the first two rounds airing just the you know the connections that i've made with people and that's always what it's been about for me is just you know sharing you know two years ago i wouldn't have been able to be as vulnerable and share my story about what i've been through but i think it's so important to yeah. bring light to you know not only people going through cancer diagnosis, but any kind of struggle, mental health, whatever. And, you know, that's always been my goal. You know, John, John's music saved me because he made me feel like I wasn't alone. And I just want to do that same exact thing, continue connecting with people, you know, hopefully trying to be a light when I can, you know. And, you know, I just, I just love this thing so much. Like, there's no, I, don't, I get no greater high than I am when I'm on stage. When I'm on stage performing, singing my stuff, like, it's just where I want to be, and, you know, connecting with people is right up there. It's, like, neck and neck. Music and connecting with people are my two, I feel like, my callings in life. And, you know, if I can do those things, like, that's that sounds like a great thing to me. So, I mean, we'll see where this journey takes me. Um, I'm just so grateful to be here and just to be able to f- perform and, you know, meet new people. And, like, it's just a once-in-a-lifetime. It's cheesy, but it is true. Like, it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to be on a show like this, and, you know, a year ago I wouldn't have expected to be on it, but you know, fortunately the the path was paved for me to be here and here I am and I'm I'm loving it. It's awesome.
0: Andrew Marshall, only twenty one years old. He's on Team Blake, NBC's The Voice. Andrew, good luck and I can't wait to talk to you again down the road, buddy.
2: Sounds good. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time.
0: Rachel Mack, good morning.
3: Hello. Good morning to you.
0: Rachel Mack, Team Nick. Uh, By the way, only 15 years old. She sounds like she's been on Broadway for, I don't know, 30 years. You're well beyond your years. How was it? I mean, is is that true about you? I mean, you you seem like you're very, very, very mature for your age.
3: Well, first of all, thank you so much for saying that. Um, And second of all, you know, it's funny because it's a mix. I would definitely say... Um, I do hold on to my youth, and that comes across, and um, joyfulness and everything, but then also at the same time, you know, I've had to grow up fast, so it's a mix of everything, I'd like to say, um, brag a little bit about
0: that. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, uh, be, be proud of that. I, I think that's awesome. Uh, I've got a daughter that's your age, and I can tell you, she's not so mature, so... <laughs> Um, Hey, Rachel Mack is on the line with us from NBC's The Voice. Uh, You know, I watched this uh, performance with you and Bradley Sinclair. You did an Elton John song. If you say the words Elton John, you know that that is going to be a a vocal challenge, I think, for anybody. But you two nailed that song. It's Elton John's Your Song, by the way. If you go to YouTube, go watch this performance. I'm telling you, listeners, you're going to love it. Uh, What was it like to put that song together with with, uh, with uh, Bradley.
3: Yeah, when Bradley and I got that song, we were both over the moon and also really um, nervous because, like you said, that's a huge task to take on, but we kind of just had a, um, a heart-to-heart and said, you know, we need to do this justice. It's an amazing song, but we also know that we're amazing musicians, and we, we have to pull together. It's not a battle, it's a duet, and we need to really work together to... Um, keep the integrity of the song And also at the same time um, We don't want to have one winner We want to have two winners We want to both make it out of this And sadly there were no saves or steals left But from the very beginning We just needed to do it for the good of the song And for the good of each other
0: I think you and Bradley should do like a duet album When this is all said and done <laughs>
3: <laughs> we're Not a lot. We've also gotten to start a talk show because
0: apparently our banter is really good. Yeah. Funny guy. Well, hey, uh, Rachel, I I don't know you personally, but I've already got mad respect for you because I'm reading your bio here. I did not know this about you. Uh, And and being that you're on a country music radio station right now, this is even better. But you actually did a school presentation on how much you like Blake Shelton. Now, I've met Blake many times. (laughs) How does one do a presentation on, on Blake Sheldon? There's just so much there to unpack.
3: Yeah, I mean, I was, I was in, I think, fifth grade elementary school, and I was just obsessed with, Blake Shelton. It started with the voice. I, I was watching The Voice, and I was like, this dude is he's cool. You know, he does the thing with his finger when he wants people to pick him. Um, <laughs> he's a funny dude. And so I started listening to his music. Often was, like, my anthem. I was obsessed. He has one of those, like, iconic voices, like a Darius Rucker voice where it's, like, on the radio. And, oh, that's Blake Shelton, you know? So I just loved him. And so in fifth grade, I made a presentation. It was all about something we love. And, you know, this actually wasn't on the show, but a fun fact about that presentation is that we actually had to present that to the kindergarten class. And so I take credit for raising a new generation of Blake Shelton fans.
0: <laughs> hey, hey, yes, yes, take credit for that. You know, if there's a if there's a Blake Shelton song that, you know, just by any chance, if you ever had the opportunity to perform with him, which one of his songs would you do with him? I
3: definitely love Austin, but there's also the, I don't know, is it called Lonely Tonight or We Don't Have to Be Lonely Tonight? Lonely
0: <laughs> Tonight with Gwen Stefani, yeah, mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, was it Quincy Ponte or was it? I'm not sure. It doesn't matter.
0: It's a duet. Oh, oh, wait you're I you're, you're thinking of the uh, you're thinking of the song with Ashley Monroe, and I can't that, yes, remember th- what the name of that song is. But yes, I know what you're talking about. Go, go ahead. Sorry.
3: <laughs> no, of
0: course that's that's a beautiful song, and I love that song, and it's a duet, so that'd be awesome to sing. Yeah, um, so you, in, you're still in high school. You're a sophomore in high school. You're in theater. You're in marching band. You're in choir. You lead youth worship at your church. Hey, by the way, can you call my daughter and tell her to go do something seriously? Because I don't know how <laughs> you handle all that. I mean, don't get me wrong. My daughter's awesome. She she does like sports and all that. But I mean, you're very like you, You're very active. How, how do you find time to even sing? Well, well,
3: yeah. I mean, it sounds like a lot. Most of the time, it's playing and then, honestly, <laughs> especially this year during the pandemic. Um, luckily, most of those things are spread out throughout the year. But, I mean, yeah, it is a lot. But at the same time, it's pretty much all directed towards music. Like, I don't really do sports or anything. And so... You know, finding the time to do music is very hard because that's all I do and that's
0: all I surround myself with. Uh, what's an instrument do you play in marching band? I play the clarinet. I, I did, too. <laughs> Holy cow. That's awesome. Oh. You yeah, two clarinet <laughs> players on the air right now. That's, that's great. Um, yeah. You know, I, I'm going to inspire a number one hit for you. Are you ready for this? I am. Okay, so as your music career is taking off i just want you to remember this conversation with some obscure radio dj okay in indiana who inspired the song one time at bandcamp what do you think
3: oh that that could be really big percentage
0: <laughs> it's it's probably the only song ever released that sounds like a dad joke seriously uh R- rachel mack <laughs> 15 years old on team nick with mbc's the voice uh by the way you have an incredible voice i was watching the reactions from the judges i don't know if you saw their faces but they were just like what what is going on here? Um, I think you've got a real good shot at winning this thing, too. Uh, what's next for you in the voice? Because uh, I, I, I didn't really catch up from last week. What, what, what's the next step for you?
3: Well, thank you so much. And also, next round, because I advanced past the battle rounds, it's the knockout round. So you're once again paired with someone on your team. And instead of singing a duet, you sing um, each a solo, and then the coach picks again. And this year our mega mentor is the one and only D O Snoop Dogg. No, so
0: that's going to be fun to watch for everyone. Um,
3: it's definitely it was definitely fun um, to experience for sure. So definitely tune
0: in for that. Oh, that's incredible, Snoop Dogg! Wow. Are are, are you? I mean, can, can you leak anything? Like, are you going to do your own version of Gin and Juice? Anything like that? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I am going to sing an amazing
0: song, and this is a song after my own heart, and so I'd be very excited for people to see that. All right. Rachel Mack, NBC's The Voice. You can see it Mondays and Tuesdays on NBC. Thank you so much for joining us, and I can't wait to hear more from you in the future.
3: Thank you so much for having me.